All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 395 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. I've been drinking beer watching Liverpool play today, so... Woo-hoo. Well, it's not really beer, it's water. Coors um, Light. Uh, welcome back to the gang. Marcus Almighty, Mark. Greetings. St. Louis Kiss. Lonnie. Who day? And the voice of reason, Ken. Who not? Yeah. No, no. Okay, who come not? on, you got to root for him over the I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for the minutes. Who, who not day? <laughs> yeah. Is anyone voting for the, or rooting for the Rams? Voting. Jonathan? Um, yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah. Not me. All right. So I actually bought some Kiss shit this week, which really Whoa. surprised me because it became available again and <clears throat> someone was kind enough to uh, post it on the FAQ. <clears throat> so uh, the Talk Shop Live signed CD is as bad as I knew it was going to be. It's just the CD sealed and a tiny little postcard with. Gene and Paul signing uh, in blue sharpie it. on. I mean, you could you could barely even f- see that stuff. But anyway, it's something else from the D- Destroyer 45 package. So uh, you know what? It was worth it. Um, if anyone wants a copy of the CD who hasn't bought it, and you're not going to put it up on eBay to get four dollars, uh, you can have this. First person who emails me, Julian, you're a dick at kissfq at outlook.com gets it. Um, anyone else bought any cool stuff this week? Ken, you got something. Ken, do you want to go first? Or do you want to go last? I'll go last. Okay, Okay. well, I'll just show something that I'm... I didn't buy this, but just... Ken is aware of this, but I'm I'm kind of thinning out my vinyl collection. How's Ken Ken aware of it? You giving him, like, a head start on everyone else? Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what do we we have going on here? Well, no, I mean, I, I'm getting rid of some of my vinyl, mainly because my my shelves are, like, completely stacked. I, like, I'm putting vinyl now on tables and other areas of the house, and it's getting a little bit overrun here. Um, and plus, I could use a little bit of cash to pay off a looming property tax bill coming, so uh, it, it'll help as well. But in any case, I'm getting rid of some records, but just to show one, since we're going to be talking about one, uh, like, I'm getting rid of my uh, 85 polygram of the first album right and a, a bunch of other ones as well uh i sent kind of a small list uh of stuff that i'm looking to purge and uh you know i haven't put it in public yet because i figured i would just talk to people that i know first and see if they're interested and then i'll you know go out into the wild and see if anybody else is interested but you know friends first because i you know like not that i don't trust people but i know ken well i know you know, there's other people I'm talking to, like Julian and these other people, which I'll get to eventually. If they're interested in it, then, you know, feel free to hit me up and know if you want to take a look at something further. But that's what I'm basically doing. I haven't bought anything new. I'm on the opposite end of the thing. I'm kind of purging a bit now. Nice. Yeah. I'm You're binging actually, and purging. I'm purging. I, I actually <laughs> sold a really obscure EP. Mark's purging or binging. It's <laughs> right. <laughs> Ken's always uh, purchasing. All right, Ken, you're up. No, what were you, what were you selling, Ken Julian? 
Oh, I've, I've, I've got cassettes and all that crap to sell, and uh, I, it's like I can't get organized to actually take photos of everything, so I just throw it up on eBay because I can't mm -hmm. be bothered to try and do private deals. Uh, did get rid of a Singapore unmasked pressing, which was, I think oh, that's nice. one of my last Singaporean copies. Actually, no, I still have out of control, um, mm. but... I'm working my way through. Got a nice Originals too. That's oh. gonna go. And of course, uh, Greatest. Uh, what is it? Greatest Kiss. Yeah. All the oh, nice. all the Kisteria <laughs> albums are going. I think most of them are sealed. All right, Ken, your turn. Okay. Well, well first of all, I'll just show these two because I, I forgot about these. Um, this is the the Peter Chris. Ooh, you got yours. Nice. I got the vinyl. Um, that one and the other. Let me what? rock you. Let me right. rock you. Please. Mellow, mellow style, yeah. So that I got those, um, and then the other thing that I was looking forward to is I purchased that uh, special Italy pressing. The Agostini. Uh, yeah, the Agostini uh, pressing, and it finally came. It finally arrived. It took a long time to mm. make it here, the customs and everything. But it comes with the uh, this hard and heavy. You know, uh, booklet. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of cool. Uh, I'm gonna have to translate the Italian. Oh, fuck, I've had enough of Italian translations for one week. <laughs> Text. Yeah, I need to translate that. So, that and um, this. Uh, it, it actually came with the. Uh, Gone. Is, oh, nice. is, is that just yeah. a print or is it a uh, cutout? Pop out. It's, it's a cutout. And uh, the thing is, though, now, this here and the original, uh, I have the original here from the original pressings way back. Uh, the original pressing from the 70s. This was by itself, and this had mm -hmm. was yeah. like a papery, yeah. you know, thinner paper kind of thing. Um, this is kind of all the cardboard. I, you're going to have a hell of a time. You're going to have to take a big <laughs> swing to get this thing to, if you put it together, to pop. Yeah, um, sound like a freaking so. shotgun. That gauge of cardboard. <laughs> oh yeah, it would sound well. If you can do it, then you know, great. But you know, I'm not gonna. So it's it's a that's another very I guess you call it variation of mm. part of it. Um, the other thing is um, it has the same insert. Uh, you know, the kiss insert with like the blood logo. Oh yeah, kind yeah of the thing. inner sleeve. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there, and then they give you an extra inner sleeve, which mm -hmm. is nice. Uh, a good one um and the thing is this one was was heavier i i could feel it right away it felt heavier than normal it felt heavier than 180 gram and then i weighed it it was 200 which i didn't know so it's so that's your oh, very nice normal love gun filmworks label so yeah it's it's kind of cool it's another uh different mastering um i kind of listen to it is, is it a different mastering I think it is. Uh, According to the Matrix, is it not the 2014? I think it's a different Matrix on it. Yeah. Um, so I, I gotta I gotta look at it closer, but I think it's different. Um, I, uh, I could be wrong, but I think it's different. Anyway, um, I played it. I didn't play it loud yesterday. I need to play it loud. <laughs> I didn't want to annoy um, anybody. So uh, yeah. So that's. That's what I got, um, and it's just another addition to my Love Gun albums, <laughs> vinyls that I have. 
Why the hell not? That, that's kind of cool that that came out. Uh, talking about vinyl and Kiss-related vinyl before we go to you, Lonnie, is uh, Michael Kohler uh, on the Kiss My Wax oh, yeah. Facebook group posted a couple of teaser videos this week mm. of the Claire Vinyl German Elder copy that's yeah. coming very, very soon. And it's always nice to see in the pressing pa- uh, factory when they squish that puck and turn it into... Mm. Um, an elder is uh, really neat so that is clearly coming along and he posted a little teaser of a box from uh, Universal today so who knows what else or what other goodies you might be able to see there so do check out the Kiss My Wax Facebook group which has that and hopefully I'm going to have Tom on uh, to talk about the Rockologist um, releases of both of those slabs of vinyl that you just showed off at the beginning Ken uh, I want to talk to him about the full project and everything that's gone into that. But I don't want to interrupt him shipping the damn things because I know he's working like a mm-hmm. madman to get those out the door. So hopefully uh, soon be able to catch up with Tom and the recologists because there's a lot of vinyl coming down the pipe. Lonnie, you don't have anything kiss related, but you do have do something. Not. You'd have something cool <laughs> that just arrived. So I, I have something, uh, something very cool and very partial to me. Is that in the mail right before the show started? I got home and my Guns N' Roses Hard School 45 and my Guns N' Roses CD for Hard School had arrived. Um, Hard School on the G side, Absurd Mm -hmm. on the R side for old school G and R fans. Mm -hmm. And then on the CD, it's Hard School and Absurd, two new tracks from Guns N' Roses from last year. And then a live version of Don't Cry and a live version of You're Crazy, um, which I'm assuming are, are new release live tracks from um, their new touring days. But I don't know yet because it's still in the shrink wrap and I'll have to check it out after the show. Mm. So very cool, though. Like, what kind of world are we living in with the Bengals and the Super Bowl and new Guns N' Roses music? It's very, very bizarre. Well, yeah, good, bizarre. Good, luck, good luck this weekend. You know, Thank you. I, I hope it goes your way. I may uh, drunk text you guys Sunday night if they win. I can't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm just afraid of any Sunday. videos that you might be sharing. You know, <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> a good one. I can show you guys. <laughs> it gets rather scary at times. Uh, it's been a while since I was uh, that excited about a team going all the way. But of course, uh, <laughs> since Brady retired, yeah, retired for now. Yeah. <laughs> never say never, he said. No, never, yeah. never say never. So let's talk some Kiss. You know, I didn't think too much about this week. We had a few topics that came up on the board. So thank you, board. And thank you to the person who pointed out mm-hmm. that I didn't discuss the topic in the way that they had posted the topic. No, that's what oh, yeah. I do. I just take your ideas and boom, go where I want with them. So um, I'm, I may not participate in those topics, but I do read quite a few and I've locked a few today. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll uh, leave that there. One of the topics I haven't locked was a very good one, and it's actually one that isn't directly about Kiss, because we always talk about the Kiss ones, that, you know, what would we like Kiss to do that other bands have done? Well, this one is flipped on its head. It's what would you like other bands to do that Kiss has done? Um, Yeah. Mark. 
you do buy quite a lot of product, or you did before you started selling off some of the excess. Um, you know, what are some of the things that Kiss has put out that you think some other bands in that kind of form a central part of your existence uh, you'd appreciate? Well, I really wish that other bands would like, you know, do a sort of like a special event, like a New Year's Eve concert, and then try to sell it to, to the people who are watching it and then not send it to them for a year Are you trying oh, to no, trigger okay, cat? Mark, you go right for the throat, don't you? No, okay. Oh, sorry, you want the good stuff. Okay, sorry, I forgot. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, basically what I what I would like to see some of the bands... Like, look, let's put it this way. One band that I know that doesn't do a lot of stuff is Rush. When they were active and they were doing stuff, they were a band that you, can, you would never find like access stuff to to buy like you wouldn't see yeah, many of these little tchotchke things that you would find in all these little stores like spencer's and stuff like that for rush stuff you know and even still it took them a while before they started even doing these box sets like the rush one and the the uh, sorry the 2112 uh, not 2112 the farewell the kings the hemispheres and all those ones that came out uh that took them a long time to do it uh but one thing kiss did really well is the whole product thing you know, they had so many things you could go and get stuff. Thermoses, lunch boxes, pajamas, like anything you can think of, they did. But Rush and those bands never did those, those kind of things. I'm not saying those products in particular. I'm just saying that I wish Rush would have did at least something. Because that during the time when they were running, they never really did many kinds of stuff like that. But I can't, you know, Kiss is a kind of band, unfortunately, that I... I always refer to as a band to not do what they do more than to do what they do. You know what I mean? Every time they do stuff, it just seems like they're either behind the times or just not with it or something that I'm not interested in. So the only thing I could think of, honestly, that I would want to see other bands do more that they do is just give me, give me some more stuff to buy, you know, that's not just vinyl. Mark's a little yeah. sorry he never got Rush pajamas, is what he said. I, I, yes. I don't know. I, I don't or see shower a, curtains. I don't see Rush branded condoms being a big seller. <laughs> Come on, the Getty Lee brand? Come on. A big nose. Yeah, one. Rush. Rush. <laughs> Pretty good, really. <laughs> All right, Lottie. Uh, since you, you're uh, flashing the Guns N' Roses gear, I mean, anything from uh, some of the bands that you like that you well, like, Kit, Kit, to take a look out of well, Kiss's uh, Kiss. page? Kiss did one thing that I wish Guns N' Roses would do, and that and that's a reunion tour with all the original members. How about that? You know, to um, as much as you know, as much as it's cool that that Duff and Slash are back in the band, you know, how cool would it be to see Izzy Stradlin and Steven Adler up there with them as well, to see the original five up there, and just go up there, and, you know, and you can say what you want, you know, about well, they weren't there for the Illusions albums, whatever. Izzy wrote all that stuff on a lot of that stuff on Illusion, and Stephen can play drums on it. You know, whatever, who cares? Well, I would he, did love... a, he did an '86 on a lot of it. Right. So yeah, like, a, a lot of those, a lot of those songs that ended up on Illusion were, were demoed for Appetite, and not a lot of them, but a good, put a good chunk of them. You know, I I like to see that personally. You know, if Kiss can put aside their differences, we all know how much, you know, the full bass and Peter Camp badmouth the Gene and Paul Camp in the '80s and back and forth and vice versa, you know. And it, for whatever reason, we we you know they haven't been able to get together with 
with Stephen and Izzy, and I know Stephen did a couple guest appearances early, early on, but those have, have dried up, and you don't see Stephen making a guest appearance anymore, and Izzy did a few things with Axel before the reunion, but since the reunion, no, no sign of Izzy. I would, I would love to see them do what Kiss did and just say, you know what, you know, we're just going to do this. We're going to hash it out, and as much as we didn't like each other in the past, we're going to get along and, and do that. Because I, I never got to see the original five together, just like I had never gotten to see the original Kiss together. I would no. love to have that experience to see no. the magic, just the, to, to, to borrow a, a terrible word, the magic that, that existed between the between that that original line but now Lonnie yes, you're you're a, you're a big guns guy and I know I, that you have the ear to the ground when it comes to guns is there any kind of rumor as to why Izzy is not like involved more with this I heard and it's just pure rumor is that Izzy wanted more than they were willing to give him Mm, um, okay. Because I've heard Axel makes per, Axel makes a percentage, and then Slash makes a percentage, and then Duff, and then the rest is left over to split amongst the group. Mm. And I don't think between the big three they were willing to give up a percentage for Izzy Stradling because I think they thought, well, no one because in, in their minds, well, who's going to pay to come see Izzy Stradling? It's about the big three. But I'm with you. But yeah. But I'm with you. I, and again, and my point was, you asked me, what, what, what would you like other bands to do that Kiss has done? Figure it out and get the original lineup up there. Good one. Yeah, I've, I've boycotted uh, Guns N' Roses to this point because there's no Izzy. No, not, and, and, not, not interested. Just like I boycotted, and I, I kind of cursed myself for doing this, I boycotted Van Halen because there was no Michael Anthony. Um hmm. I, I was just happy that Sammy was gone, but uh, no, no, Michael Anthony. I did not go. I skipped all of those tours because mm. I just wasn't going to do it. So, oh. you know, I, I'd love to see Izzy there, but again, if he's not getting paid what he's due, he's so critical. That rhythm guy. I mean, he's the Brad Whitford and, of the band. He is mm-hmm. the songwriter. Uh-huh. He is the melody. He is everything, uh, to my mind, anyway. Go, yeah, go look through those Illusion records and see how many songs have Stradlin as a song credit on all. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I mean, now, Appetite, and, they just split it amongst the five. But you go look through those, those Illusions records, man, a lot of them has Stradlin as an album. And as even a, those early shows, like, watch some of those ones that, you know, when they had, like, on MTV, when they, they did that at the Whiskey, I think it was, or, or no, it was a Rock or something like that. The Ritz. Ritz. that's it, yeah. Like, that show, he, he like, Slash was a wreck. Like, he was, like, oh, half out in the bag in that. But, but Izzy, that rhythm section held that show together perfectly. You know, if it wasn't for them, you know, that, it would have been a disaster that show. But they kept it together. Slash kind of like did his all, uh, all you know, job there. But they were they were actually pretty good because of that. Because Izzy, he, his playing is not the most flashiest, but he he's very solid and he locks in perfectly with with Steven and with Duff. They, th- those three are fantastic together. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us on the Guns N' Roses podcast today. Um, I'll shut up for a little while. No, I mean, that that's really cool. I mean, I, I spun that box set the other day. Holy shit. Okay. It is. It just reminds me how 
good a year 1987 was for me musically and we, on the look it's rock and roll podcast we got to do one of these year focuses um mm-hmm. yes because yeah. i would probably pick 1987 or 86 it, it's really kind of tough those mm-hmm. two years um to be my year that defines me musically um mm-hmm. i'm gonna go before ken gets a, a chance to speak about his um kissology for what it's mm-hmm. worth, I think Kiss did a very good job with those three volumes. I think it represents the band and their career extremely well. Yes, we know there's other stuff that could have gone in there, but again, there's the little money thing and rights and all that shit that we just don't really ever want to understand as music fans. I would love Aerosmith to do a similar sort of series um, breaking up their career in a similar manner. So, mm-hmm. say, 73 to 76 for one volume, 76 to 79 as to uh, another volume, and then other volumes, the Crespo de Fay era uh, into Back in the Saddle be its own, and for them to do, you know, a, a focus on that. There is a hell of a lot of unreleased footage for that band that would be really cool for fans to see, whether it's from the final show with Joe in 79 to some of the 8mm stuff that circulates from the 70s, mm-hmm. and then taking it all the way through um, and expanding on some of those releases. So I think Kissology as a concept is something that a lot of the bands that I love could really do, Def Leppard. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. For what they've done, they've only scratched the surface, and it's still not gathered together in one place. Um, the Pistols. Oh, Rush, shit. too, for sure. Yeah, Rush as well. You know, they mm-hmm. tease a bit behind the... Uh, behind the help me out lightest stage thank you um is really cool and you get some of the early footage kind of shared in there but the full things the features there's a lot of good black and white footage uh, as well as some of the footage from the same venues that kiss played you know the summit uh, largo mm-hmm. um you know the same venues and this applies to aerosmith this applies to nugent this applies yeah. to just about any band reo Cheap sticks. trick, sticks. Uh, I mean, the li- heart. The list is yeah. endless. To kind of package it up in a similar way to how Kiss had, has done for Kissology, with also the narrative tracks that they did do on those, are, are very appealing. So that would be my one thing I would pick. Ken, it's good. Yeah, first of all, I, I say on on Marks, I agree with him about the rush stuff. Though they could do condoms because you know, come on. Caress of Steel. I mean, come on. Oh, nice. you've been thinking about that one the whole time. Preparing. <laughs> you know, I, I guess that's bite her in the better than bite her in the snow dog. <laughs> yeah, 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 that would work. Um, uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, what what do I want these other bands to do that Kiss does? You know, I, again, I, I do agree with uh, Mark that Rush could definitely re- re- uh, release more stuff, um, um, but they they haven't really. Um, I, maybe Bon Jovi could try to do a Crazy Nights type album. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Kiss is, for me is its own unique thing. Do I want some other bands to wear, you know, put on makeup or 
to some of these other things. You know, the, the only other thing I could think of is really is some shows are just kind of, you know, blah, <laughs> and you know, the, maybe a little bit more uh, pyrotechnics and, and other things like detail. that, and attention to detail, you know, lasers and stuff like that. You know, um, would you like would you like other bands? Would you like other bands that bring in new members and have them dress up like their old members? Mm, there you <laughs> go. Yes. Uh, wow. yeah. That's a great maybe. idea. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, you know. Oh, Phil Lex dressed like Richie Sambora? Is that what you're saying? Doesn't, 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 you know, Leonard Skinner do that? Mm. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> to a degree, but not necessarily. Um because, you know, Ricky Medlock is Ricky Medlock and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I, can, I re- truly I cannot think of, of anything that I would want uh, some other groups to do that Kiss has done. I mean, ACDC, maybe ACDC stretch out and try to change their style a little bit. Just a little, um, mm. just a little what, bit. ACDC right does Carnival it's never of Souls. Changed. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> that'd be interesting. But yeah, put, put I, out, would you like them to put out a lot of greatest hits packages? Hey, <laughs> actually, they, actually, the ACDC probably ACDC does not have a greatest hits package. Iron Man, a, a good Iron Man, solid, yeah, one exception. Solid greatest hits are you know box sets. They need to start doing some box sets. Maybe that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like a, maybe a, a highway, you know, highway to hell yeah. box set. Right, that would be great, like the destroyer box. Okay, so there's something that uh, I would. Or they can. They need to write an elder type concept record. (laughs) Can you imagine ACDC doing that? A concept record? I I I cannot imagine that. So there you have it, Julian. That's all I got. ACDC, the uh, the Albert years. So all those Australian albums Mm. that were different than the international releases. There must be some alternate takes kicking around as well as a oh, sure a cd digital Demos. quality of the first uh single would be kind of cool yeah but yeah, bon- bon- bonfire went a certain way you know kind of distance to doing that it did have a lot of the stuff that was off those releases that didn't make it onto the international versions as did uh what the hell was that uh abomination that was released in uh like 84 oh Crap. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Damn it, getting old. But their album in '84? Yeah. yeah, no, there was there was an album that came out because uh, they reissued Dirty Deeds to uh, that had a whole bunch of shit on it in '82 mm-hmm. to take advantage of the uh, popularity that Back in Black oh, yeah. did, and then there was another release afterwards. Oh yeah, '74 Jailbreak. Um, that had mm-hmm. a the rest of the Australian only. I only listened to the Australian version, so I'm trying to think of that American catalog stuff, which just hasn't really been part of my my vocabulary. It's kind of weird. Okay, so let's get into some Kiss stuff, because you had a whole bunch of really cool topics, Ken, and that was celebrating the 48th anniversary of the February the 8th release of the debut album. I still... Yeah, February 8th. And, I mean, we've seen a lot of different things. There's been, you know, people saying it's not February 8th, but uh, yeah, I'll go by it. I've seen enough to say February 8th. That's fine. It's a, we could just say February 74. 
Is it really well, bad? Well, February yeah. the 8th is the date, and all of the federal government documentation, you know, when they did the, the original trademarks of the KISS logo and that glitter mm-hmm. logo on the top of that album mark, they yeah. used the first date used in commerce was February the 8th, 1974. Even though, if you look at the test pressing insert sheet or uh, cover sheet, it had January, mm-hmm. I think, 26th listed, and it would have come out at but all different times it. across the country. I think mm-hmm. it was targeted for the end of uh, January, but clearly we've got the stories from the Canadian tour where Canada was pressing copies of the album for distribution promotionally, and they were arriving still warm you know, in early February. So, you know, February the 8th is the date. It's the, the date that appears in documentation, you know, but everyone... I've got that original Telex that had the wrong dates of a lot of these releases. And, mm-hmm. you know, that didn't get sent until like 1980, I think was the year. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it was, you know, just being sent to one of the affiliates to confirm the original dates. So I go by what's in the Library of Congress. But ultimately, it doesn't matter. People can go through newspaper archives and see when ads appeared. Well, ads were also ordered in advance. So when they were actually available for for people to pick up from stores, ultimately doesn't matter. You know, I'm happy enough to say 1974. It's a 1973 album. It's when it was recorded. It was released in 74. What the fuck does it matter? Exactly. Don't forget, too, test pressings. Just because the date on the test pressing is, let's say, January... The test pressing is essentially for the band to sit there and say, yeah, I like it or I don't like it. That doesn't mean that that's the date it came out. For all you know, they could have listened to it and said, I don't like this test pressing. Do another one, you know, and then you get another date all of a sudden, right? Yeah, and the test pressing itself, that that sheet that I I mentioned, (laughs) it was a December, I think, 26th date on it. Um, So at Christmas time, Mm -hmm. and it had a release date on the, it had like a, a little box that had the release uh, date for it was the January the 26th. So it was... The only thing that's interesting about that sheet is actually that it said that new mix. So that mm. suggests that oh, there was an earlier acetate no. or test pressing mm. that had an alternative mix. I'm more wow. interested about that for the first album um, yeah, and, and the original sequence. So maybe we'll find out about that one day. Um, Ken, pick one of your topics. Let's go. I'm going to pass the buck. From- well, from that yeah, from that studio uh, uh, album, um, <clears throat> I was I was wondering if you guys thought that uh, is is that song order? I know we were so used to it and everything; it's kind of ingrained in our you know brains or whatever. Um, but is that song order, running order on the, f- the first album, uh, good? You know, would would you change it at all? Honestly, I, I can't imagine this record going in any other order than this. I mean, mainly because it's one of my favorite records overall from their catalog. I mean, I think it's number three on my list overall of Kiss records. And I mean, it, to me, it just flows really nicely. I can't imagine this record starting any other way with it than the strutter, you know, like that's just so etched in my brain. You know, and even still, I think what what's interesting is I think that the record was perfect when it didn't have kissing time on it because I think starting off side two with Deuce was a great idea. Starting it off later with putting kissing time on it, well, it's not horrendous, 
but it still has doesn't have the same kick, the same effect that having just do start off the album side B. You know, that's just that's just my opinion. But the flow of it is great. I, I think it it runs so nicely that record. I I I've never once listening to that record ever sat there and said uh, you know i don't know why this is on here or i wish they would have moved this to somewhere else on the record I, I think it's perfect lonnie have you ever thought about resequencing the album say to match the rear cover uh order <laughs> i halfway agree with, i i like i like what mark said that i think Deuce starting the second side is much better than Kiss and Time starting the second side. I would flop those two songs for one another. Mm-hmm. Just have Do start the second side and then go in the Kiss and Time before the rest of the second half of the record. But I think flipping the record over and hearing those opening chords of Deuce, I think would be more impactful than hearing the beginning of Kiss and Time. And I, and that was the original intention to flip that record over and here's the opening chords of Deuce. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with Mark. I, I, Kissing Time being on there, it's fine. It's a good song. It's fun. You know, when, when they played that song, they played that song in 06 in Japan, actually. And I remember seeing reports that they played that. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool, actually, that they played that. That's fun. Um, that's back when this new, you know, the, the, the new lineup of Eric and Tommy, this band can play whatever song we want. I'm like, that's actually really cool that they're playing that. I and mean, how fun is that? I would love that if I saw a Kiss show and they played just Kissing Time. I mean, that's fun. But I would flop Deuce and then Kissing Time and then go and love me for Kiss if, if I had to do anything to this record. Because I think that was the original intention, so turn the record over and it's opening chords to Deuce. Ken? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I started looking at it and I thought, you know, it might work. If you, this is why I, I brought up the, you know, strike that, reverse it kind of thing is, you know, I would even strike uh, uh, Love Theme from Kiss from the album. I think they were bringing that in just to fill the time to, to meet the standard. Um, so they brought in Kiss and Time later too. That's just to try to get a single. Um, but... I think they could have, you know, struck the um, love thing from Kiss out, and then reverse. Even reversing the order would have been kind of cool. I, I can almost see Black Diamond starting off, you know, the metal intro, and then it kicks in, you know, kind of like you know, I Want You does on Rock and Roll Over, you know, starts metal and and, and it kicks in. And there's a lot of artists and other, you know, people, you know albums or whatever that, that do that kind of thing um and then you know follow that by you know a hundred thousand years i'm just going totally reverse that hundred thousand years and then deuce would be the third song uh and then kissing time and then you can start uh, actually let me know as the the lead off for the side two and then cold gin firehouse nothing to lose and end with strutter Mm. Kind of go on. I don't know. I think it, would, it listen, could. I think. It could work. You're thinking it's about so, this too much. I know it's kind of <laughs> odd because the thing is, it's been around for so long, and we've heard it that way for so long. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, I wonder who really came up with the original sequence anyway. Even Deuce could have, could lead off the whole album essentially too, because that's such a great song, and it they lead it off a lot, you know, in concert. Um, mm. 
or, you know, a lot of times. Um, so I was just thinking about that and I thought, oh yeah, I think it could do it. I was going to try to sequence it that way and listen to it. <laughs> and then I guess I will truly know if it, if it works or it bothers me mm-hmm. or something. Which yeah. is really weird because generally the song that leads off an album is going to be the lead off single from that album. So or the second song or the second song that's why nothing to lose was released because lots of times they, they save it for the second the second track yeah but strutter is, is like the perfect opening track for kiss you know for their career. it's a good opening yeah you know nothing to lose never had that kind of dynamism so you know in terms of switching a song order around on on kiss i don't want to mess with it at all i'm so used to kiss and time being on there you know even in that position that yeah. if i was to put deuce back in its original spot and listening to some rips of the you know the, the promo of that first album it feels uncomfortable to my ears as an 85 fan you know to not have kiss and time on there and i'm i'm fortunate that the version of the album that i had um you know didn't have any weird other features on it you know if you think of people who their first listen to what was it um that had the live version of 85 oh, 85 yeah the one I just 85 showed. had the live version of nothing to lose. nothing to lose yeah not mm-hmm. on mine no what, what mine did you then. have the vinyl or the no I, I had the cassette the cassette oh. might have been uh and it most certainly did not have the, the, have the live version you know that would have messed with my head you know to have a live weird. version in the middle no i i never had i've never owned a copy that had the live version of nothing to lose on it which is yeah. uh, how's your chance right here <laughs> your chance. i didn't buy that one from mark thanks mark I'm i good. already have it <laughs> <laughs> So that's really weird. Okay, let's move on into. Uh, did you guys see the Biography History Blu-ray f- available for pre-order in Australia? So apparently they were going to release that. Um, when, when was the release date? March. And they've oh, got to pick a tour. Mm. No, it's it's going to be right. I thought it was. Uh, or am I reading the date wrong? I thought it was going to be September or something. Well, now it is. Oh, okay. That was the tour. <laughs> Yeah, the, I found the press sheet for it, which has the original artwork to the um, release, and the mm-hmm. one on the Blu-ray from the websites has current lineup. So it's really weird, you know. Oh really? Uh, yeah. That's not good. Yeah, your nay. Current lineup or original lineup only on the cover of the artwork, and will oh. you? And would you buy? A DVD or Blu-ray release of that. Um, I've already paid. Actually, I, I don't have to pay for it because I've got Amazon Prime, so I'm able to watch it anytime Amazon. I want. Yeah. Um, Mark, will you buy it, or are you like I've seen it? That's um, <clears throat> good. Well, um, honestly, knowing how I am, if I see it, I'll definitely buy it. Uh, I, I like I like Blu-rays. I mean, I have quite a few of them in my collection. I, whenever I go now and look for even concert stuff, I always try to look for the Blu-ray over the regular DVD release of it. And, you know, as far as the cover goes, I think the one way that they could rectify this and make all parties happy is why not just have a multiple, you know, lineups on the cover instead of having just one lineup. You know, instead of having just the original guys, why not have the originals? You know, the lineup with Eric Carr, the lineup with Vinny on there, like all of them, like. 
collage. Yeah, like a collage on the cover instead of having one, because then you know for sure someone's going to have an issue with if you just put one of them. Whether it's that one, whether it's what someone's going to say there's no Eric, someone's going to say there's no Vinny, someone's going to say there's no Bruce Kulik, you know what I mean? Why not just put them all on there? They were all involved in the band anyways, right? And they were all talked about to some degree, I think, or if I don't, I don't remember if they talked about Vinny, but th- they they talked about most of the lineups in some detail on the biography, so why not have them represented on the cover? Yeah, so I did just fact check, and uh, <clears throat> the release date on JB Hi-Fi was March the 22nd, and on the sales sheet that I posted today is uh, now September. Lonnie, you going to buy it? I don't know. I haven't watched it since it came out in June, so... But you don't you have know. it, so how could you? No, I have it on my DVR. I'm old school. I have it on my DVR still. So, so I haven't gone back and watched it, so I don't know. But at the same time, I'm a sucker. So if I see it, yeah, I probably would buy it just because I have everything else. So probably, but would I stick? Would I put it in my Blu-ray player immediately? I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch this? Probably not because I haven't. Like I said, I, I still have like a copy saved on my DVR, but I I guess so. But at the same time, but I do have a problem with the new lineup being on there because like whole night one was all about the original lineup, and a chunk of night two was about the original lineup getting back together, and we really and we didn't gloss over the eighties as much as I thought they would in that biography, but. Come on, I, I think the original one should be on the cover of it. Just, I mean, come on. All right, Ken. Yeah. If they if they throw on a free copy of this with your uh, with your Dubai shit, <laughs> with my Dubai shit, yeah, it might come with the Dubai. It probably. Well, yeah. Is that the free stuff they're Dubai talking about? Dubai come after gonna get? it. Yeah, I'm so sure. so so Dubai we're gonna recompense you with a uh, with a free copy of That's the, the extra stuff they're telling you. when when it's available for release. Yes. If, I mean, if it's a, an official U.S. release uh, or whatever, you know, um, I would probably get it. Um, you know, I always have this fear. Uh, you know, everything is all this you know, streaming and internet and everything. You know, I like to have a hard copy of this stuff, you know, whether it's the vinyl, the CDs, the DVD, the Blu-ray kind of stuff, because someday I have a feeling someone's going to bring down everything and it's just going to be nothing, you know, something's mm-hmm. going to happen. I just have this feeling. <laughs> it may be after internet. I'm dead, but it's, I'm still thinking it's, it, it could happen. And, uh, Hey, I got my music. I still got it. I can play. I don't have to go on to whatever service to listen to it. I'll have it with me. Um, I like tangible things yes. like you know this these albums that were here and, and the behind me and so on so i bought it i own it when you're streaming it you don't own you don't own anything you're just getting yeah. a, a you know a right to listen to it you know for a while until you stop paying or whatever so yeah i would probably get it though even though i do like lonnie it's on dvr hmm. on my what about the cover Oh, the cover, yeah. You know, yeah, it's got to be the original lineup. Um, if they want, they can put the new lineup on the back. Uh, and they can put the multi lineups inside in the little book, you know, these little booklet thingy. 
then show everybody else in so between. Let's feature eight centimeter. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yep. Keep the original lineup on the cover. That's the way to go. All right. You're gonna buy the knuckle bones. Did you see those? The new I dynasty. One hundred and fifty-nine pretty... bucks per. <clears throat> I have my wife knuckle... was making fun on the other night. <laughs> I have the knuckle bones. I do have the four knuckle bones from for the uh, what is it? Alive. Alive. Um, yeah. I have that. I have those. Uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> I mean, one, one set's enough. Uh, though I think the those dynasty ones are kind of look cool, but I I just can't. I can't get every version of knuckle bones out there. You know. I mean, what the fuck do you do with these things? I mean, you just put them on a shelf display and look them. them. Display what? them. <laughs> They're <laughs> trophies. You can't play with them because they'll break. <laughs> I know. I like remember. I remember at the vault. I broke the uh, what was it? The Paul one. <laughs> I dropped it. Oops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those yeah. ninety-seven action figures. They like broke. Taking them out of the packaging it was so terrible. Julian, do you remember that? You got the ninety-seven action figures, Julian. The McFarlands? Yeah. I won a set, and I think it was a Kiss Freaks contest. I couldn't get oh. rid of those things fast enough. Kiss Freaks. Oh, my God. Yeah, remember everyone was freaking out because, like, one didn't have, like, one of the uh, buttons painted, and it was like, this is a variant. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. Shoot. Really? Yeah, I have, oh, I, have, I have a very low tolerance for any of that sort of rubbish. That's too much. That's why I had to ask. I, I, am, I am not interested in it. And, um, yeah. All right, you Australia. Know, uh, okay, go before we go to Australia, Ken. No, I mean, you're talking about dolls. You remember back in the day, they used to have those dolls in. You pull the string out the back and don't let mm. it go. Yeah. That would be kind of cool to have, you know, them sing a song, you know, each each guy, you know, each member, <laughs> an actual. Here, pull, hey, pull your jeep. Except this wouldn't pull you would. <laughs> you're looking for kiss. Except now you, you, you would kiss. get the Gene Simmons doll and you pull it back and it, it would go. Breathe fire. We will, no, we will find you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that we will find you this. Yeah. And then you pull somebody, back Paul uh, and it goes, well, I'm riding my bicycle. <laughs> Those 24 Destroyer dolls were kind of like that. Those 24 Destroyer dolls, like they, if you hit the button, they would play a song off Destroyer. Like yeah, the Paul played right. Detroit Rock City, the Gene played God of Thunder, the, the, yeah, the yeah. Peter Mark has the whole set. Yeah. I, I have the whole set downstairs. Actually. Do you really? Really? <laughs> wow. What do they I do don't have any what, of those. What does Ace play? I think Ace plays Flaming Youth or something like that. Yeah. And there's a lot of good plays, versions too. I don't have plays the, the Sweet Paints solo. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> all right nice. back back on track somewhat uh, australia so postponed anyone's shocked do you see it happening i mean none of us care we're not in australia i care for my australian brothers australia. and sisters who haven't had the opportunity to see this band you know when the original dates were announced it was going to be 2019 and yeah. all they got was a freaking shark uh, thing with three members. Yeah. Three guys yeah. and a shark and a little bit of fog. kind of On Gilligan's Island freaking boat. I mean, holy shit. That must have been a matter of Gene. We're going to put you on a boat. And he gets there. That's not a boat. That's like the reverse Crocodile Dundee. Um, then it gets postponed again. 
I've got two fucking tour posters that Phil sent <laughs> me, you know, from uh, uh, Australian Kiss fans, you, you know, one. that have the wrong goddamn dates on it now. And I don't want a third one. I was so hoping <laughs> that they were going to actually get this tour done. But Australia has been really strict. Australia has been hardcore and they have been Im- immovable in how they approach it. And, you know, we don't need to get into the, you know, all the the politics that go with that because it's universal. But, you know, do you see South America happening? And, you know, and, and <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts for our Australia mates? Mark? Uh, I mean, I feel bad for them. But I really do. I was following the the thread before, and even on like Facebook, and now where people were following and awaiting the anticipation of the, you know, the the release of the information about it, and then it finally hit that they canceled it, and they put up the poster with the new dates on it. Just the heartache you can read by some of these people who are posting there. It's it, it, it's it's sad. It really is because I mean, here in America and Canada, you know. We've we know you had we've had our chances to go and see them already during this tour, and Australia has yet to see them. Just imagine that they have yet to see them on this tour, you know. And America's seen them a few times, you know. I I really wonder if it's going to happen like at all because every time they cancel this, it just keeps pushing back the finality of it further and further back. And they still, I'm guessing, want to do this one last final hurrah show. To end it all when is that gonna happen if they keep moving this stuff back and the south american thing i mean i haven't i haven't been following along that intensely but has there even been dates announced for south america even yeah. once or yeah yeah they're scheduled it's supposed to be happening um when, when is it april 20th kicking yeah. off in santiago chile um <clears throat> you know so they've got a, a long run through may where, where they're going to make up those, uh, I think, four or five dates that they missed on the last leg of the U.S. tour. Mm-hmm. So South America's mm-hmm. next. But, you know, you never hear anything out of South America no. uh, about what's going on down there. Brazil was in the press a lot in, in the COVID news at one point. But any of the other countries, Argentina, uh, Paraguay, whatever, mm. you know, I, I don't I don't know what's going on down there. It. Are Kiss willing to go down there? You know, yeah. Paul, Paul's had just about every variant of the freaking disease at this point, so he's probably feeling, I'm strong, you know? Yeah. But Australia wouldn't let him in, the, well, one, what is it, province, or I can't think of what it's called in Australia. Territory. Territory, thank you. Yeah. You know, is a little bit more adamant than the others in terms of opening up. So, it, it's messed up. Lonnie? I don't know. I mean, we've been doing this for two years now, and, you know, it, is it really going to be okay in September for them to go down there? Like, how? I, I, I don't see things changing by September that, oh, yeah, okay, let's do this tour. Because we've just been stuck in, I don't know, and I'm trying not to get political on the show or anything like that, but we've just been stuck where we're at for the last two years. And, you know, and it's, yes, and and I think it's just here to stay, and and it is what it is. We just have to learn to accept it and live with it. And I I, I don't see I don't see it, but I but I I, I, I don't know. I, I gotta bite my tongue. I don't I don't see things changing. I don't I don't see it happening in September again. I'll just leave it at that. 
Yeah, I, you know, it's not even political anymore because we have to live at some point and people who've opted out will have to live with those consequences and people who've opted in will have to live with those consequences as well. I, I, we're all, you know, screwed one way or the other, whether we're vaxxed and some variant comes along that it doesn't work on or maybe takes advantage of, you know, is worse. for. Imagine a variant comes along that's worse for those who are vaccinated than the unvaccinated. Oh, Holy shit. I mean, they'll never say that. No, no. At, at which point I'm just going to put my hands up and just say, fuck it. Um, you know, I, I think at some point we got to just open the doors up because I don't think people could take much more of it. You know, I don't think society, the economies, that there are bigger things. I don't want anyone to pass away from this fucking disease. I've had it. You know, I don't want anyone to suffer. I don't want anyone's families to suffer. But on the other side of the coin, we're not living. And rock and roll is about celebrating being alive so ken bless us with some reason please <laughs> give us the answers ken please yeah it, i do think and i'm kind of optimistic as usual um that optimistic ken that it will <laughs> that it will happen uh, i think things are going to calm down and and after we go through you know part you know summer i think things are going to be looking good it's just my my feel i could be totally wrong but that's what i feel uh, on where we're headed um so i think it will finally happen um august late august early september right um so and that's going to be good uh, and south as for south america and all that's i i don't know i don't know are, are there still scheduled dates yeah, they, they have not been they have not been postponed so april may of this year yeah of this year that might you know it's, that, it's stretching those on too might long. happen yeah those might happen uh, uh that's a kind of iffy one but i do think the australia one will definitely happen i'm, I'm i would almost bet on it that's the way i feel about it right now um so yeah, I hope it does. I hope it does happen, and then they finish out the end of the year and wrap this sucker up. Yeah, you know, it, it sucks for a lot of these big bands now, especially these big bands that are old. Aerosmith just put off its European run. You know, Kiss just put off an Australian run. There are bands who are out there, you know, doing it, but but Europe is not completely stable in terms of what's going on. And again, it comes back to to politics. Um, you know, but that's part of life. You know, people can't decide how how to have a conversation about stuff, which is really unfortunate. But I, I think at the end of the day, regardless of one's point of view and where you're coming from, everyone's just trying to do the right thing, the best thing possible. I don't think there's any evil involved in any of the different perspectives. You know, no one's trying to, you know, fuck someone else over. You know, yeah. it's just if there were easy and answers, you know. And at the end, they should just do one more last show, maybe in Dubai, and then put it on pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> nice circle back, Mark. A oh. real one in Dubai with, with a real audience? <laughs> a real real merchandise? Mm. Or, or maybe some other Western-friendly nation. Maybe uh, bring Kiss to the Taliban. 
Mm, you know? There you go. You know, we, we've, we've been to Dubai. Now we're going to go to somewhere else. Really Taliban pressing. They ought to play a concert on that bridge that's between uh, Canada and Detroit. The know? Rainbow Bridge? <laughs> Where the tr- truckers are stopped. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, blast them, out, blast them out of the way. No, I, I think <laughs> Kiss needs to get it, get it over with. Yeah. This is this is really it's a never-ending tour at this point. Yeah, you know, and or they change the name to that. Yeah, yeah, it, it really is by no <laughs> fault of their own. So no. there we go. That's a whole bunch of random shit. Some very much off-topic. I, I guess I have to ban myself from the board now. Uh, Creatures <laughs> Fest. You know what? I've had to lock so many topics today. It's really a bummer. If Vinny shows, if Vinny doesn't show, uh, people who are involved in it, you know what? I think a lot of the people who are commenting on those threads have no intention of even going to the fucking event. There's going to be Ace, there's going to be Bruce, there's going to be a whole lot of other acts to not mm-hmm. worry about any details. The people who've organized this event have organized events elsewhere that have gone off without you know, too much of a hitch. I paid for streaming for the uh for the christmas thing Uh, i can't remember what it was called now so you know settle back with your rhetoric and your hate of Vinny. he's delivered to all of the people who've gone to his little events in nashville and just realize that he ain't going to do it the way maybe a lot of us wanted him to do it and i've moved on from it i think a lot of the people who are just completely wrapped up in that bullshit need to step away from it and move on you know just check out and chill out. Uh, you know, having to lock that shit all the time is really tiresome, especially when you start getting personal about people who were involved in it that you don't even fucking know. Or maybe you've met them. You know, it doesn't really matter. It, it, it's uncool. So, there we go. That's a public service mm-hmm. announcement that I wasn't even asked to give because no one's mentioned a thing. So, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. All sales are final, there are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.